Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Uh, Wes Winkle is president of the Canadian Sporting Arms and Ammunition Association, and he's been privy to some of the conversations uh, taking place in Ottawa as they try and figure out what to do with this amnesty and gun buyback. Wes, thanks for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thank you for the opportunity. So, I mean, uh, the question is, what does the uh, plan look like? Surely you must know. You you put at the table, Wes. Any idea what the government has planned here as this uh, amnesty ends October 30th? Well, just to clarify, we, uh, as far as our association goes, we've been in negotiation and contracts with the federal government to discuss the uh, business or the dealer-only portion of the uh, of the confiscation program initiative. Right. You don't support we, private uh, ownership buyback, right? No, we uh, we have uh, we have had no uh, contact on that, and uh, yeah, we also don't support the the um, the confiscation program at all. But you know, it is a reality that we as association have to deal with. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, We've been over the last year in negotiation with the federal government trying to get the, the best possible plan for our members. Um, and yes, uh, right now it's uh, moving slowly. Same thing most things in our federal government do. Uh, it's just a very complicated and convoluted program because there's so many firearms and accessories involved. Well, yeah, and this is the thing, and you make a really good point in some of the reporting that I saw this weekend was, you know, I mean, some of these guns, you, you take something off or you add something to it, and suddenly it's gone from perfectly fine to illegal or vice versa, right? Like, it's really hard to draw that line as to this is okay and this isn't. Well, exactly. Because of the, the, the order and council that came forward back, uh, uh, you know, in May of 2020, uh, when that uh, order and council uh, edict came forward, there was no consultation with the industry. And they they prohibited a style of firearm, and not by a mechanical yeah. definition, but rather the way something looks. So therefore, it's an arbitrary decision by by folks inside the RCMP lab, and that's what's made things so complicated and convoluted. Because now, uh, you know, it is very hard to determine what exactly is prohibited, and then the firearms are so modular in nature that there's so many accessories and components that it makes it a very difficult program. And the the folks in the federal government have been tasked with it. Uh, you know, as, as well as ourselves, uh, uh, you know, are trying to figure out the parameters around it. And it is, yeah, it's a very difficult situation. What's your expectation, Wes? Like we said, the, uh, the amnesty is scheduled to end coming up in about six weeks here, not even. And then we were supposed to roll into some sort of buyback program. Do you think there is a plan? Do you think that's going to happen? It's been extended once. Is your expectation it might be again? I mean, what do you think is going to happen in six weeks? I think that there's no option but for it to be extended. I, I, if there was not an extension, I would be absolutely shocked. Um, you know, we can't put that many Canadian uh, businesses and or individuals in a criminal situation. So there will have to be an amnesty extension. What needs to be solved before we can actually move past it, if we move past it? I mean, where, what are the big stumbling blocks, do you think? Well, uh, the big stumbling blocks are the, probably the process, uh, first and foremost. Uh, secondly, uh, you know, uh, the... Provincial governments in Alberta and Saskatchewan have passed legislation which uh, puts very strict parameters around any gun confiscation, and uh, that is now a, a very large uh, stumbling block for the current federal administration to navigate that. Uh, you know, it's very difficult to have a program that's different in each province. 
but uh, so they're trying to find a way to make sure it's it's a, a program that's viable for all provinces. And of course, Quebec still has a a long gun registry, unlike the rest of the country. So they have a different parameters in Quebec as well. Yeah. So, I mean, even trying to standardize that across the country is going to be a nightmare. Uh, Wes, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today.